Welcome to Design 30. My name is Jason Bilyeu, and in this podcast, I provide design strategies and tools to improve creativity, innovation, and overall design confidence. Hey, everyone. Welcome to a quick Friday episode. As we all know, Monday was Labor Day, so that set me off a little bit on the podcast, took the day off and and had a nice relaxing day. But my goal is to have a podcast out every week. That was one of my goals for the year from uh, from January 1st for my New Year's resolutions, actually. So, so here we are on a Friday just doing a quick, uh, quick little episode. Uh, I decided to provide just a few strategies here on something that I think all designers need to be pretty good at and something that I think everyone is going to struggle with a lot, especially if you're somebody who is more of a yes man, someone who doesn't like to say no, or perhaps you can either be overconfident or sometimes it can just be a lack of confidence when you're actually discussing Uh, a new project with someone, so you just agree to whatever they ask. So this is a strategy that should help you actually under-promise and over-deliver. But before we dive into that, as always, please look for Design30 on Instagram, on Twitter, and then of course you can also find it on uh, YouTube, and then you can become a paid or a free subscriber to the Design30 Substack. And then also, I've been messing around a little bit with putting uh, some of my Substack articles also on Medium. So if you're somebody who's on Medium, you can, uh, at least now, starting now, you can find a lot of those writings also there. So let's dive into a few of these strategies. So under promise and over deliver is a very common saying. I'm sure you've all heard of it. But in practice, this is something that can actually be pretty difficult. So when you're in the heat of the moment, having a discussion with a client or another company that you're working with, and they're asking you to provide all these things, they have all of these requirements, how do you in real time, or at least uh, when you develop a quote or provide a quote for this client, how do you actually under promise and then over deliver on those promises? So I think the first thing that is uh, the most important probably of this whole thing is really understanding the problem or the need or the design that the client is asking for. What is actually expected on their their end? And so the better idea you get of what this is, the more likely that you can actually figure out, well, can I actually design what they're asking for? Is this something that is in my wheelhouse? Is it something that uh, I'm going to be able to meet all of their requirements and expectations? Is this within my skill set? Do I have the right tools? All of those things. So really asking good questions, uh, spending a lot of time on the front end, understanding what the real problem is that you're trying to solve for the client, or what's their actual need? Why are they coming to you with this problem? Why are Why are they potentially going to pay you a lot of money to solve this problem for them? So that's that one's a bit obvious, but I think 
when you get into the heat of the moment, it can be easy to, you just hear one quick description of what they need. You know, they need, let's say, uh, oh, I just need something to dig some holes with when I'm camping. <laughs> I'm going on the, the trowel kick. I've been designing a lot of those lately, so it's fresh in my mind. But they could just say that, but that doesn't really answer the problem. Like there's a lot of different tools you could use to dig a hole when you're camping. Is it car camping? Is it backpacking? Does it need to be light? Do they want it to be small? Does it need to be able to fit in the backpack? If it does fit in the backpack, is it okay if it, uh, you know, does it have the little sawtooths on it so that it is easier to cut roots? But if you put that in a backpack, now that's going to cut up things inside the backpack, potentially put holes in the backpack. So there's a lot of questions really that you need to dive into early so that you understand this problem well. And that is probably one of the key, one of the most important things so that you understand what you're actually promising to the customer. If you don't understand the problem well, you're, you're never going to be, well, you won't know if you're under promising or over promising or if you're even headed in the right direction. So that's the first thing. Second thing is timeline estimation. So when we're estimating timelines, on average, most people have a more optimistic, just by nature, even if you're someone who's pessimistic, when you're estimating a timeline for a project like this, you often think about it as if you have your full time committed to that project. And sometimes you do. Maybe you're someone who only take on one customer at a time, one client at a time. But often we have multiple projects going on. And even if you only have one client, you probably have other work you have to do just to keep your business running. So the tendency is for us to estimate as if we have our full 40 hours a week dedicated to solving this client's issue. And so what you should do is come up with your first timeline estimate and just assume it's based on that. So you come up with that estimate, let's say it's you know, two months. Okay, that most likely was estimated, even if you didn't consciously think about it, with you assuming you could put close to your full time, your full 40 hours a week on that project. So after that, you should adjust this by some realistic percentage that you're actually going to be able to put towards that task. So let's say you your initial es estimation was two months. If you go back and look at, well, these are all the other tasks I have to do. These are all the normal business things I have to do. So I'm really only going to be working on this probably 50% of the time. So about 20 hours a week, let's say. Well, that's pretty easy then. You came up with two months originally, just double that. Now you're at four months. And then if that's too long for the customer, maybe you have to go back and negotiate a little bit. Maybe you have to uh, put other projects to the side so you can put a little bit more time on this project. But that's the way you're gonna actually come up with a more realistic timeline. And that's something with, the, with most customers or people who work in business, it, you might be a little long on your timeline estimate, but at least you're going to be accurate. And I think that's what most people actually care about. You can tell me you'll get it done in a week and it ends up taking four months. You're going to end up with a lot angrier customer than if you just set that expectation right up front. The third thing to focus on is quality. So a high quality product that you deliver to the customer, it's going to make up for a whole lot of other issues. So especially if you did have to push out that timeline longer than the customer or client wanted, if you actually deliver 
a high quality product on that timeline, even if it was longer than they expected or wanted, at least you're sticking to your word. You're showing that you estimate the timeline appropriately and then that you can actually deliver a quality product in that amount of time. And that's huge. And the, the quality, I mean, a great way to display this to the customer to show them that this is a quality product is to make sure you're hitting the details. And so when that initial problem slash that problem discovery, the initial conversations, make sure you're paying close attention to the little details that they're talking about, what they need, what they expect, what they want. And the more of those that you can in include that makes sense, that actually benefit and improve the product, try to include those and show that you were listening, that these little details matter significantly to you and they matter in this design. And that's gonna be something that's gonna go a long ways with your client. That's, that's something that even if the product, maybe there are some other issues, other uh, aspects of it that aren't as good because because of your timeline or money or whatever the, the reason might be, hitting those details and showing that you were listening to them, you care about those details that the customers care, or that your customer cares about, it's going to cover up for a lot of those other potential issues. So focus on quality is the third tip I would say that's going to help you over deliver in this scenario. And then finally, again, something that is also a bit obvious when you say it, but it's also really hard to actually do well in practice. And that's communication and just overall honesty with the client or customer. So when things change and they always change as you dive into the, the design, timelines are going to change. Costs are going to change. Uh, there's always something, right? So make sure you're communicating that uh, clearly upfront. And as soon as it makes sense to let the customer know, uh, this is a way that you're going to build trust with them. Uh, they might be a bit frustrated, uh, might be something that is tough to swallow at first, but they're going to respect you for being upfront about it. They're going to respect you for uh, not lying to them, obviously. And they're also going to understand that you're taking this project seriously. And they're also going to know that you're somebody who is reliable. Maybe you did have to push the timeline out, which isn't ideal. But if you're communicating that with them and you actually describe the reasons and you have good reasons and rationale for why you have to do that, they're going to see you as somebody who is a lot more reliable. And again, that's another way to over deliver. You're not necessarily over delivering on the product in that scenario, but you're over delivering on that customer, that client's experience with you as their designer, as their contractor, whatever your situation might be. So in review, those are my four strategies for how to actually under promise and over deliver on a project or on a design. And that's to understand the problem or the need well and upfront on your timeline estimation. Make sure you at least estimate it twice. The first time is most likely going to be you dedicating your full 100% 40 hours a week to this project. So that's not very, most likely that won't be very accurate. So adjust that by some realistic percentage. So perhaps double it if you're only gonna be putting 50% of your time on that project. Third, focus on quality. Remember the details matter. And then finally, make sure you're communicating 
clearly and as frequent as needed to make sure the client knows what's going on and that they know that you are providing them with uh, the actual situation. They know when to expect the product from you. And that's how you're going to build trust and respect with your customers and clients. So those are all I have for this quick uh, Friday episode. I hope that is useful and take a few of these, all of them, maybe just a couple of them and actually implement them in your work, in your uh, private uh, design consulting business, whatever it is that you do. And yeah, remember to always under promise over deliver as much as possible. That's going to set you up for a lot easier conversations and a lot better conversations with your clients and customers. It's also going to help you get a lot better reviews from your clients and customers. So make sure to keep that in mind. And with that, I hope everybody has a great weekend. Uh, There will be another episode coming out on Monday back on the normal schedule. So be looking for that. And until then, remember, design more, despair less. Thanks for listening.